Hello there and welcome to a probably expletive laden episode of the Sith Taker Snapshots podcast and you'll find out why in a minute. Um, I'm your host, uh, Rich Polly, joining us from behind the microphone uh, and got his pen and pad ready for um, writing down time stamps. It's uh, Mr. Tim King. Hello there. Hello, Tim. Uh, also joining us is the bestest boy, the jolly green giant, Liam Baker. Hey. I'm going to Chicago. Okay. Um, and finally, finally, the cause for Tim's nervous trepidation. It's Darren Granger. Hello there. Are you implying I have a potty mouth? Uh, I mean, you will say something inappropriate. It's just whether it gets it passes muster on the yeah that on the, the yeah that can stay in moment. So well, well this is it. Listen out though, can try and decide whether or not that Darren's been. Uh, not on the podcast because he's not been playing X-Wing. Or maybe he's just been uh, serving some sort of ban. Let's... What is this, Gold Squadron? <laughs> let's, uh, <laughs> let's start wild wild speculation now. Listen, all, all the best people in this podcast have been banned by Gold Squadron in one way or another. So, <laughs> Yeah, but you got banned because you were sending him dick pics. <laughs> well, there's the first one. <laughs> oh, that's going to stay in. Oh, <laughs> uh, Okay. Uh, no, it was uh, it was actually because I said he was cheating on stream, and uh, he got a bit upset about it. Probably because he was cheating on stream, so he banned me from chat for like two years. It was brilliant. Um, so, so he's anyway. been on the BBC. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, basically, I'm Gary Lineker, and Gold Squadron is the BBC. Um, <gasps> what? Uh, topical. We've just dated the podcast. Anyway, let's move on. Let's move on before. <laughs> before I get wound up into a frenzy. Um, so uh, we've got Worlds coming up. Um, so this is our last podcast that we're going to do before Worlds. Um, Tim and Liam are going to be uh, creating slash producing slash posting content um, over our various socials as they're at Worlds. And Darren, I guess, will be joining in as well now that he's here and back in the room. Um, so Alcohol and catching up with the Americans. Okay, fair enough. So expect pictures of, uh, you know, X-Wing players and people and food and um, all the sites of Chicago from Tim and uh, pictures of Hooters girls um, with a look of fear in their eyes from Darren, um, because that's what he posted last time we went to America. Hey, hey! They're not Hooters girls. (laughs) Was this a good idea, Tim? I I don't know. We'll see. see (laughs) Right. Okay. So um, we're going to talk a little bit about worlds and about prep for getting to Chicago and a little bit of um, what to expect from the event itself. So um, a little bit ago, Tim put a post up kind of on, on one of the Facebook, couple of the Facebook pages saying, you know, for anybody who's not been to Adepticon before, is there any advice for newbies and that kind of stuff? So, um, the reason we've got Darren on isn't just because, you know, we missed the sound of his voice. Um, um, you know, our puppy warrior in chief has been missing from our lives for too long. Um, it's because Darren has been to Chicago before, but not Adepticon um, to play X-Wing. At, oh, was it a system open or something? No, I went to, so I spent um, about a week in Chicago after the last Worlds. Ah. I was going to go to Adepticon in 2020 but it was cancelled for some reason. There was some flu going around or something. 
So you went and spent some time with the Gold Squadron guys. With it was Marcel and a couple of the others, wasn't it? In Chicago, post Worlds, yeah. just hung Marcel, out. The own. Um, that was it mainly. Just those two, yeah. <laughs> Marcel, the own. That that was it. I didn't didn't want to spend any time with the rest of them losers. Okay. Uh, so, um, so yeah, Darren's come on to kind of have a little bit of a chat about Chicago. So um, we've also had some advice from people who've been through to uh, America and the uh, and who've been at Adepticon before um, for various X-Wing events um, from the UK. So um, most people, it must be honest, who replied to the post were more interested in the fact that some people are going to see some hockey games rather than anything else. So go Blackhawks or something. Um, <laughs> All right, so I want to know about the geese because Dale Cromwell has said anti-geese equipment is a must. So does anybody know what's going on about the geese? Aren't geese just horrible everywhere? In general, I mean... Yeah, because back in the day, in my days of college, uh, I'd just had knee surgery and I was going along the canal on my crutches but the geese had just had their dirty, filthy little offspring and they wouldn't let me pass, then they chased me. Is that because you looked like a threatening predator to to goslings? Maybe. I did have two giant metal sticks. Uh, (laughs) That's to go the other way. And then I got accosted by the security guard at college saying, why are you late? And then he wouldn't believe me that I was attacked by geese. Fair enough. Okay, so apparently, bring anti-geese stuff. I don't know what that's about. Um, uh, knives and guns. It's. I mean, you're going to Chicago. It's not Wolverhampton. No, it's not. I've heard. It's not Detroit. Allegedly. Um, all right. So the first, the first proper one was weather. Um, it's called the Windy City for a reason. So it's constantly cold because there is constantly a vicious wind. I remember this. I went to Chicago when I was about 12 or 13. And it was, you know, the temperature in Chicago is 27 degrees. But when you were down at street level, everybody was wearing coats because the wind, the wind chill is, was real. So there you go. Bring your big coat. Wasn't that like during the Prohibition when you were that age? Yeah. I mean, I'm pretty sure you're older than me. so. I'm pretty sure I'm not. You've certainly had a harder paper run then. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it is It is very cold. It is very windy. This is a weird thing about Chicago particularly, but a lot of places in America is you can be roasting hot and then you turn around the corner and you get into the shade and the wind picks up and you suddenly you feel a bit cold. So, um, as with everything, layer up appropriately. Bring cash and not just credit cards, apparently. Um, Don't be confused that they call it the Midwest because it isn't in the middle or the West. It's kind of on the left-hand side of the right, isn't it? <laughs> it's like it's like the center east, Chicago. So that's the Democrat Party, isn't it? The left of the right. <laughs> yeah, the most lefty, lefty right yeah. bit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so so uh, yeah, I think um, so. I think uh, some people have elaborated a bit more. Apparently, it's something to do with. Um, like the cards that they, they like your name embossed on the card or something like that. Um, so I think what Cormac was just basically saying is just make sure you've got a backup plan because I think they went out for a meal with some American friends when they're over there last time and for whatever reason their cards wouldn't work. Um, so their American friends then had to pay for them <laughs> to to 
uh, that evening. So, um, yeah. Oh, right. It could be if they've got the old style um, card swipery things that take the imprint. Yeah, yeah. Like, I think, like, obviously, you know, with the pandemic and everything and contactless, uh, the world moving forwards, then you you might find that it's perhaps a bit different. But based on that, I, I did actually put a request in. So I've... Um, uh, sort of moved into the future the, the way uh, Rich and Ben have, and I've gone and um, uh, got myself a a card that's got it's going to have dollars on. But um, I did decide to get myself some uh, dollars in cash as well, just to be on the safe side. Got no reduce on it. Yeah, so just better exchange rates and stuff like that. So what was it Re- Revolut, isn't it? I think it's called. Or... Yeah, that's the one. You can, I mean, there's loads of different ones. That's that's the one that I've got that that works because they do free. Um. Free exchange yeah. from euros, dollars, and pounds. So okay. um, you, you basically load money onto it, turn it into dollars, and then you can take it out at the cash machine without having to pay any um, rates or costs or anything for it. And then at the end of your holiday, anything you've not taken out cash, you can just convert back to sterling without having to pay any um, any fees. So it's uh, it's up to a certain amount of money, but it's it's quite a lot. A thousand um, pounds, I think it is, or something yeah. like that. So yeah, it's, it's like nice. Yeah, if you're not going for more than couple of weeks you should be it should be plenty and you can it's like a thousand pound a month you can put onto it so or so you can do for free so after that you can uh, everybody's got the same notification at the same time there of <laughs> somebody signing up for an event um so it was um yeah after that you can like if you're prepared to go because before we went to disney world i was putting money onto it over the course of several months so that i could get more than that on so that we had it all all that we needed in one place but anyway yeah revolut cards are great um to be fair if you've not got it by now you hey hey because you're not going to get one before you go to worlds that's the first proper one it's um it, it's fairly quick. I think it's about a week turnaround. So oh, it's not even that, to be honest. Like they, they quoted me a week or, or maybe a bit more. You can pay for expedited, but it turned up within a couple of days. Uh, yeah. But so, yeah, I mean, obviously, I mean, this show's going to come out on Thursday. Um, uh, yeah, well, I might not go to the club tomorrow night. So actually, it might come out Wednesday. We'll see. Um, but yeah, it, by the time people listen to this, it might be too late. No. But anyway, make sure you've got cash or a way to get cash um, and don't rely on credit cards because sometimes the credit cards don't work properly and you might be a bit raging. Um, next one. Oh, actually, just one, one, sorry, one thing with cards, actually, one final mm-hmm. thing. Uh, a lot of card companies, you can actually tell them you're going abroad. Um, so um, I've already set up that I'm going to USA on the, these dates um, so that that way they don't necessarily flag your transactions. Yeah, they don't bounce your first transaction when you try and do it. Uh, same with your phone company. Contact your phone company and make sure you've got mobile data in it and you're not going to get rinsed, yeah. basically. Be an adult about traveling to America. Uh, don't, don't get home to a £700 bill because you've been using your phone like you normally would. Um, so uh, one of the th- a couple of the things that... Um, so Cormac Higgins from the 186th... Um, who's who's attending as well has been before and he's kind of said it's um it's a convention um and it's a 40k convention because you know adeptus mechanicus or whatever adepticon um says make sure to have time to go and look at the golden demon and have a look around if you're into painting and that kind of stuff i guess um so yeah you know because there is a whole bunch of 40k nerds there playing 40k and having their big painting competition that 
people can make genuine money um, off being a Golden Demon winner um, for the rest of their lives, I think. Um, and then, yeah, with it being a, um, a convention, food is expensive. Um, to, to quote him, extraordinarily expensive for what you're getting. Um, we bought a couple of cans of Coke and thought the teller had made a mistake. Um, but I know from talking to other Americans that they care very little about what people bring in. Uh, so one of the guys from the resist tank always brings a beer cooler with him and literally just fills it up with drinks and snacks and beers and everything and just like has it next to him and gives people drinks and beers and snacks and stuff um, when he's playing against them. And, you know, once he starts losing, if he starts losing, he starts on the beer and has a good time. Um, and he's never been challenged about it. So, um, yeah, prepare prepare and go to walmart don't be put off by the walmartians buy what you need and remember they will do your bagging for you it's always a bit old which to um, be fair if you take the hey hey yeah i think we're just gonna have to cut this bit out. <laughs> and then another thing that um cormac has pointed out he's, he's he's basically been a mine of useful information there's no public wi-fi so as i mentioned earlier make sure that your phone is set up um, so that you've first of all got um, a phone that works in the USA, which is is pretty much fine for most modern uh, cell phones. But um, it's worth checking. It's also worth checking that your plan includes data and that you've paid for the roaming data bundle, because otherwise you'll pay an enhanced rate uh, for using your data abroad. So it's normally about a tenner, and that allows you to use your allowance while you're abroad. Um, in America, there's it's not like in the UK where there's like four or five networks, really. Um, there are a lot of small networks that kind of you jump from signal to signal. So you need to make sure that you don't get tied into trying to use one. Um, another route is the, is to buy a burner when you hit the um, when you hit the States. Um, you can buy a burner phone and pretend like you're in Breaking Bad. But, uh, um, pass your number around to people. Um... I think it was AT&T or Verizon. I can't remember which one it was. Basically a phone shop and just bought a, like a pay-as-you-go SIM. Yeah. That I just bung into my iPhone and had it like prepaid with, I think it was like, it's like $20 or something like that, but it gave me enough that I needed for the week for calls, texts, and internet. Yeah. And then while you're in Wi-Fi connection, you can just yeah. use that instead when you're at the hotel or whatever. Yeah, they could go play Pokemon Go out in the streets <laughs> um another one is to make sure you've got uber downloaded um because it's um america so you can't walk places um there there is an expectation that you have a car um so either hook up with a local american who has a car and can give you a lift somewhere um or um make sure you've got access to uber um or lyft or whichever to be fair when i was in it was quite handy having uber because um, after they all left me to go home, because uh, I stayed out there a bit longer as well, uh, it, I may have run out of money while in a bar. Um, so yeah, Uber was handy. <laughs> may have drunk your cab fare. Well, I went drinking all day uh, in Hooters of all. No, it wasn't Hooters. Uh, Coyote Ugly uh, in Denver <laughs> with um, Bob D, uh, and then they went and got a flight, and I stayed drinking with a rather lovely um, waitress. Who is still alive? Felt a bit sorry for you, so she stayed out drinking with you. Yeah, well, we went for dinner later, but anyway, she is definitely still alive. Her Instagram is still active. <laughs> but 
it being active and her being alive are completely separate things, mate. Yep, moving on. <laughs> All right. Um, so yeah, the, uh, the the last thing really was that as it's a war games convention, it's not as big as something like the UK Games Expo if you've been to that before. Um, so you won't get lost, but do try to badge up as early as you can because there's big queues on the Thursday when people kind of arrive for just the weekend. So if you are going a bit earlier, it's worth going in on the Wednesday night sort out your admin um, so that you can just relax in on the Thursday um, rather than having to get stressed about it. So that's the advice that we have had from listeners and followers about going to Chicago slash Adepticon. So, Darren, anything else to add to that, you seasoned traveller of the world? Um, So Chicago is lovely. Um, It's just a shame that Adepticon isn't in Chicago. It's like miles and miles and miles outside. It's like 30 miles outside of Chicago, isn't it? But it's technically Chicago. Um, so if and when you do get chance, do go into Chicago. It is lovely. You can go and like have like a river tour or an architecture tour. Um, go and swear at Trump Tower. Um, check out some of the bars that are there. Um, there's a great place that I went to with Marcel, which I think we're going back to this year, uh, called Howl at the Moon. Um, and basically it's where they get a load of like failed actors, musicians, whatever you want to call them, off of kind of, out of shows. They're not failed, they're really, really good. Um, and basically they have like a five, six-piece band on. Um, and they can all play all the instruments, and they can all play like whatever songs you suggest. So I got them to play like Build Me Up Buttercup, and In the Navy, and just random stuff that they would have never like really properly heard of. And they could do it, and it was great. Um, but yeah, there's there's loads of nice things to go and see in Chicago. Um, definitely, definitely go and check it out. Um, and don't just stay around the the convention center place because it's way outside the city. Um, so yeah, if you can make friends with some natives um, and and make your way into into town because it's good. Yeah, you can go up the Sears Tower. Some good sight views from the up the Sears Tower as well. It's pretty cool. Um, yeah. Right. Uh, Tim, any other advice? Mainly this advice is for Liam because he's not a functioning adult and he <laughs> needs all the help he can get to navigate, you know, his way around right. his hometown. Um, yeah, like I think, you know, we, we sort of covered the important stuff. Um, I, I know FunWatt was giving us some useful advice. So um, you do need to have a COVID pass, even though COVID seems like uh, a thing of the past. Um, so although my COVID pass is active on my phone, uh, the advice is to print it off and same with stuff like hopefully everyone sorted out the Resta, which is the, um, the V the visa waiver, which, um, we can, uh, sort of the UK, uh, players can obviously take part in and obviously have that, but have everything in paper copies. Um, pro- you know, and it sounds a bit archaic, but that way, then if you've got any issues with your phone or, um, they may want to see the actual like manual, like, I don't know, manual copies. But I'm essentially going to print off everything and just have it in a little wallet, um, just to hand if if border security or anybody wants to see it. Uh, they may not, and then that's fine. You know, who cares? Um, but if they do want it, and you don't have it, then you know, obviously that can cause a bit of palaver. Sorry, what do you mean by COVID pass? So if you get the NHS app on your phone, you can uh, activate uh, COVID pass. 
So um, I can uh, basically press a button on my phone and it brings up a QR code that shows that I'm, I, have vac I am vaccinated. Um, so you need to have had two COVID vaccines to be vaccinated. And what then, if you're not vaccinated? According to the government website, they may not let you in. Challenge accepted. No, I'm vaccinated. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody just holds their breath slightly. Wait, what? Um, so, I mean, like, I mean, genuinely, there could be people out there that haven't got that, and maybe, um, you know, I mean, obviously in the UK, they were quite strict on people, not strict, but get, getting like vaccinations done and all this. Um, I, I don't know what it's like in other countries, other European countries, or, or where the, the people may be listening from. Um, but yes, apparently, according to the UK government website, uh, to enter the USA, they do want, want proof of vaccination status. Oh, uh, that is good to know because I wouldn't have had that. Yeah, so I mean, like, I've got it on my phone and I was just going to do that, but Funwalk, who is a, a seasoned traveller, basically said uh, print it off because um, uh, sometimes I think TSA can be a little archaic. Yeah, they can get a bit fussy, was the. Um... The theory behind it was sometimes well, I mean, a little bit. Recent laws and things that they've passed. They're back in the 1970s. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm, so we're doing the pre-clear in Dublin, which I absolutely loved last time. So, um, yeah, me too. Yeah, essentially do immigration. Um, uh, actually, a really good piece of advice with that. Do not tell them you're coming over for a competition. Tell them you are coming over for a convention. Because if you tell me it's what, coming for a competition, well, the first question we got when we said we're coming over for a gaming competition was, uh, are you going to win money? So oh, they think it's gambling competition. Yeah, gambling, or are you are you traveling on a, a leisure visa, but actually you're coming over for work? Because you know, maybe you're like a professional uh, poker player or something like that. I don't know. Um, but you make a living from these events. Um, so yeah, this time when I go through TSA, I'll be saying that I'm going to a gaming convention. Just... Again, just making life a little easier. Yeah, making life a little easier. Uh, and it is absolutely strictly true. This is very much a um, like an amateur hobby, isn't it? We're, we're not doing this for the money. Yeah, all right. Yeah, I may have sold a lot of my, you know, world's prizes in the past um, to rich Americans that paid for flights, etc. But uh, we we don't actually win cash prizes or anything like that. It's not the magic pro tour. Is what no. we're saying. No. Unfortunately not. <laughs> cool. So um, that's the uh, that's the stuff done. So I'm really interested now to just to talk to the three of you about kind of your preparations and what you've done. So, Tim, first of all, I know that you've been locked in on your list for a while. Have you have you had any recent wobbles or have you stayed the course and you're pretty much set on what it is that you're taking? Um. I mean, like, yeah, I, I went through a phase in a, about a couple of months ago, I think pre-Kyber, uh, where I was trying to work out what that fifth ship was. Uh, and I think it's it's no secret, if anybody's listened to the podcast over the last few months, that, you know, I'm, I'm going to be rocking Hound. Uh, I've even posted pictures of me painting it up. Uh, and I don't really care if people know that, because, you, you know, you're not going to be teching against me and my little old list out of 180 players with much bigger names um you know yeah. in, in the event so um yeah like you know i know all the triggers um i found i found that 
in a singles event, a lot of my opponents ha don't know the triggers or haven't practiced against my list because it is different to other Republic lists you, you might play against. And uh, certainly, you know, it's not perhaps the meta-dominating kind of list that you might see around. So, you know, people will be more likely practicing against Imperials, uh, CIS. Um, like, Republic will be popular, don't get me wrong. Like, you will see bits of it. But um, we we know from various comments and stuff that the, you know the Americans don't seem to rate the the etters at all, um, and 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 other players, not just the Americans. I guess you know it's it's very much you know people will expect to see a Delta Seven Obi Wan, not a an Etter Obi Wan. Yeah, I think that's that's fair. I mean, there's while there's been a bit of a homogenized meta because of online play, there is still, you know, local stuff. There are still people who'll be going to worlds that we just never see in tournaments or in competitions. You know, they exist outside of our bubble. So it'll be, it, it will be super interesting to me to see uh, what kind of stuff they bring along um, and what kind of stuff turns up at worlds. Um, just in, in terms of watching what goes on at worlds. So gold squadron are the, um, the the streamer this year as far as we're aware nobody else is, uh, has been given permission to stream and adepticon have given gold squadron exclusive rights to the stream so um if you want to watch worlds you have to either watch it or become become a subscriber to gold squadron so that you can watch their video on demands on twitch or wait a little bit for youtube um so if you're not watching it live and you're not a subscriber you'll probably struggle to to watch it um before it ceases to be relevant so um unless darren convinces his mate dion to turn off his subscriber only vodding um on the day by going up and shouting at him or, or cajoling him in some way uh, oh, I mean, you can watch it live you can watch it live yeah but and you know, and if, if you it, jump in the live... final will be on it three o'clock in the morning uk time something like that on oh, the you're talking about if, yeah okay fair like well, the thing to consider though is that um, like if you jump in on the live stream, and you want to watch an earlier game. I believe you can rewind. Yeah, we can. You can rewind the live bit. Um, but I don't think the final will be that late because it's only three rounds on the Sunday, and if they start and they're starting early because they have to be out of the hall fairly early. So I think the final is probably penciled in for about a three p.m start so that should be 9 p.m uk time because there's a six hour difference okay so the final will be okay but the, yeah because uh, it's only a top eight later count. rounds yeah later rounds on the saturday will be kind of a bit of a challenge but yeah but it, again though this this year we are we are playing five round events so i mean don't be wrong it's it will still be late for you guys so uh roughly speaking let's say two hours around so that's 10 hours so the final round will finish at 7 p.m. Chicago, maybe 8 p.m., and then add six hours onto that. So 8 p.m., so that'd be midnight, won't it? So it's yeah. Not, it's not terrible if people wanted to stay up. Uh, bear in mind, day one is Friday and day two is Saturday. So a lot of people might be up a bit later at the weekend anyway. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah, anyway. actually, actually, sorry, another useful bit of advice I, I suddenly realised. Uh, daylight savings a thing, and America do daylight savingly differently. So when we, <laughs> when we fly out to America, there's a six-hour difference. When we fly back from America, there's a five-hour difference. Because UK springtime happens at the weekend of Worlds. 
So, so America springs forward, I think, this weekend coming. Yeah, it's a, it's a couple of weeks difference, yeah. I think they, either, they, either, they, yeah, yeah, either they've already sprung forward or they spring, they spring forward the weekend coming. And then the UK and I think Europe don't do daylight saving till the following weekend. So, yeah, weirdly, we fly out with a six-hour difference, but then fly back with a five-hour difference. Yeah, so, okay, so there we go. That's watching streams anyway, kind of shoehorned in there. Liam, you've been uh, you've been Hello. bouncing left, right, and center all over the place mm. about what you're going to be taking to Worlds. Have you have you packed your list yet, or are you still in list indecision with, uh, like, a week to go before you travel? So I was bouncing around going, oh, I'll take this because it's fun. I'll just do this, or I can't be asked to change anything, so I'll just take this. And my list decision has fallen firmly on there. I can't be asked to test anything else. This seems all right. Okay. So, so are you going to use will, the thing that you used at the Sith Taker Open, or is it something different yeah. you're taking with you? Uh, I'm taking the same thing because it hasn't left my bag. So all I need to do is take all the extra stuff that's sitting in my bag and clear some space. Uh, I don't think it's anything anyone's really going to be prepared for. Like two ships are locked in and everyone knows about, but nobody really acknowledges Tri-Fighters as a thing. And nobody's, nobody's, expect, nobody's expecting the tri, the tri fighter meta from Stockport. Exactly. People think it is a weak ship, but I think they've blown it wrong. So, I think you, I think you will see a few more because um, I think certainly uh, the hot shots and aces uh, is it Verum Das um, is looking okay, and it's the standardised. Uh, Back R Fox, whatever they're called. Um, so I think I, I think I don't think they'll be the most common uh, build out there, but um, I don't think I don't think you'll be the only one. No, but the thing is, I know how to fly it, which is the important part. I think a good player can fly an average list as long as he knows all the ins and outs of that average list, and that pushes that list up a tier. And I'm hoping. And I'm going to bet on my own ability here. I can do that. But I also think that the strength of the list falls with... I've got three uh, initiative fives and initiative six. And there aren't many lists that have that, which falls heavily in my favour. Yeah, no, I, th I, th I think it is a solid list. Um, I think, um, yeah, meta-wise, it, it probably plays quite well into that initiative. Um you know, sort of bid. Um, so no, I think I think uh, I think you'll be fine with it. Uh, at the end of the day, I'm, I'm either flip flopping between my uh, separatist list, uh, what is my separatist list that I'm taking, or my first order, which I find is a really good fallback option. Uh, but quite honestly, I got sick of that near the end of it. I just couldn't be bothered to fly it anymore, uh, and I don't want to fall back in that. And I'm quite enjoying what I'm running now. I had some indecision before the STO whether I should drop a tri-fighter for two vultures. But at the end of the day, I don't have enough reps in. And if I put too many reps in with one thing before I know I'm going to a big event, I won't enjoy my, li I won't enjoy my games. And I'm going there for the crack. Like I'm not putting any expectation on myself. Exactly the same as a taker open. And if I do well, I do well. And if I don't, I'm just going to farm tickets. 
Well, assuming, yeah. assuming there are tickets to farm. I mean, they've, I they've announced so. that there's prizes, haven't they? And they've announced that they'll be distributed in as fair a way as possible. <laughs> and that tends to mean that they try and do something that's going to be super fair. And they end up creating a system that could be gamed by gamers. So, um, you know, we'll see. We'll see what you guys come home with. And then we'll steal it all off you and give it away at Tim's future events or uh, other things. And, um, yeah. And if any of you get the top eight and get those lovely, lovely templates, you'll have a lot of people looking at them with covetous eyes for a few weeks before we all forget what you got them for. Um, but yeah, it's going to be eight was, sets of was, them in the world. I was disappointed when they released those because it seems like the only prize stuff that is released is for factions I don't use. <laughs> yeah. But I'm sure in, in the odd very rare chance that I do get them. I'm sure people will want them. Whether I'm willing to give them up is a completely different uh, conversation because even if I don't want it, if I've won it, I'll probably keep it. But we'll see. Yeah, I mean, I, I know that a bunch of people with more money than sense have already been sticking their, like, their flag in the ground and saying, if you win them and you don't want them, contact me and i'll give you money um and i've kind of said if you win them and you don't want them and you want to donate them to us we'll use them as first prize for next year's Sith Day Open. <laughs> and everyone's been like yeah whatever that's not happening I'm like right fair enough <laughs> makes sense if i win them i need to learn not to spill paint and pva glue on them i mean i think if you won them you would treat them like you know absolute baby they would be you know your I love these more than anything else kind of artifacts that got carried everywhere with you lovingly and so on. So if people pay me enough, I'll burn them. <laughs> right. Come in the oven and live stream it. <laughs> oh, you just do you, mate. You just do you. <laughs> do what you want. It's fine. Nobody's gonna get really grumpy at you, are they? Oh wait, no. The whole internet will go crazy. It'd be really funny. I mean, you could probably YouTube it and you know get a whole load of value from it that way. But I don't know. Yeah, I'll just um, set up a YouTube channel called Liam Burning stuff. Liam Burning valuable game components uh, that are that are uncommon. <laughs> the best. Um, so uh, Darren. Yep. Moving on from Liam and his um, incendiary hobbies. Um, you've not really played X-Wing except for a couple of games here and there for like a year almost. So I like. played a game on tabletop, uh, as in physically with miniatures, um, over a year ago. Um, so you played at the last Sith Taker, not the one that we've just had, but the one before that. You turned up and trundled some arcs across the board. Yeah, I think people. so. And and that, had a few drinks and had a good time. That wasn't two point five. That was second edition. That was second edition. Yeah. Yeah. So that was the last time I think I played, like at any kind of event. And then I've had a couple of games over the last couple of weeks against Liam. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm currently two one up, so I'm happy with that. Not for long. Uh, but yeah, so I basically when what looks like an interesting list, this guy, I'll take that list. 
So that's what I'm taking. Okay, what is it you're taking? Or are you going to keep it a big secret so that um, you can try hard for your first tournament in you know, three I, years or whatever? It's not really that well of a kept secret. It's almost like hey, hey, it's the um, LVO winning list, the the Dumbo Shotgun Classic or whatever it's called. Um, basically, what I did is I looked at how to not play the game as much as possible. So it's three bombardment drones that will just sit on rocks and sit near objectives and claim it um, with some prox mines. It's Count Dooku because I used to fly Count Dooku ages ago in the beginning of first edition, uh, beginning of second edition, and mm-hmm. um, Dirge. Is it Dirge the the rogue starfighter thing with the proton cannons that that dies and then comes back? Yeah, yeah. Feels such. It does feel like a good, um, like it, like it's obviously a, a strong list. It feels like a good list as well. Um, Dirge is particularly separatist. Dirge is a very strong piece, and I think that that Dooku is a um, is a ginormous elephant trap that will catch so many people out. Um, yeah, and and really, I'm not even really that bothered about playing X Wing. I'm like, I'm going mainly for the lols. Um, to see people that I've not seen in like over three years, um, enjoy myself, have a bit of a holiday, um, and yeah, just be in a city that I love with friends, I guess. And if I put some ships on a board and go pew pew and roll some dice, then all the better for it. But I have literally no idea what the price support is. So the stuff you've been telling me, it's like, ooh, this is interesting. Like, I've no idea what what the kind of... The, I don't even know what day the, the games are, I'll be honest. I think it's Friday. <laughs> so, so the last chance qualifier is on the Thursday. Okay. The uh, the event itself is on the Friday and the Saturday with the top eight cut on the Sunday. So there's... if you Have, have you got a ticket for the main event or do you need to qualify? So yeah, for me, I'm kind of I'm going out there. I'm just going to have a good time with friends, and um, I mean, I've already had like Ken Cho telling me he's driving me to his friend's restaurant somewhere, and then we're going to a dive bar. So if I make it to the actual event, great. If I don't, <laughs> I'm probably in an ice bath somewhere, missing a kidney. Um, Fair enough. <laughs> but hey, I'll have fun doing it. Um, you, you won't notice what's going on when your kidneys are being removed. It's all good. No, it's fine. I've given Emma a list of my emergency next to kin contact details and all that stuff uh, and put her down uh, as my um, responsible adult. Is she going with you? No, no. <laughs> right. Okay. Fair enough. Um, yeah, it was when, uh, just before the STO, one of the, the guy, um, Travis, that I was hosting, um, he obviously realised like a couple of days before he travelled that he didn't really know me. And when his girlfriend, uh, his wife, sorry, had been saying, so who are you staying with? He was like, oh, it's this guy called Rich. He's like, he's the guy running the event, blah, blah, blah. And she was like, do you know his second name? Do you know where he lives? Do you know anything about him other than he's a guy that I met on the internet? <laughs> and he was like, he just, he, he just sent me a series of messages. And I was like, yes, here's my address. Here's my phone number. You know, you can look at it on Google Maps. This is where I live, you know, kind of stuff. And it was like, oh, thanks. She's a bit happier now. <laughs> yeah, it's one of those things where it turns out you're like one of those German cannibals and you're just there to eat his penis. <laughs> um, but... 
or some other body part. Or some other body part, but that's apparently... No, there was definitely something that happened with that. I'm not making that up or making a stereotype. That definitely happened. Yeah, some some kind of thing, maybe in the movies. I don't know. I'm going to uh, a bit. Uh, maybe make, make sure you're not on your work computer. Yeah, maybe I'll choose my words that I search for carefully. Um, <laughs> Let's be fair, it's not the worst thing you've searched for. No, and it's only going to be the last thing that I'll mm-hmm. search for. Um, um, cool, so you're flying the bombardment drone nonsense, and you're going to basically go and have fun. You might not even make it to the event, but there's an event on, and that's your excuse for traveling. So, um, I've had a day, it'll be great. Um, yeah. Um, so I'm not taking it seriously at all. I I barely know what my ships do. I don't know what other people's ships do. Um, like the games that I've had, I've had to ask Liam. Like, okay, so is this the bit where like how does road work? It, do I have initiative for all of it? Does initiative go like what what happens in system phase? I, I feel like a complete noob again. It's quite fun in a way. So Darren is going to Worlds to give some people a free win on day one. Oh, pretty much. Is that what you say? Um, I love it. I don't really care. It's nice. It's nice. Like you know, I say, I hope there's more people like you, (laughs) Darren. Like I am more than happy to just go and just have a chat to a few people, have a look around, um, and just just enjoy it. Why not? I've not I've not travelled in like over three years. Yeah. I'm uh, I'm in in the process now of beginning the um the financial arrangements required to get myself to Chicago next year um for Adepticon if if anything X Wing related happens. And we're currently looking at whether we should get a credit card so that I can get Avios points. Um, mm-hmm. to pay for flights with or whether I should just put money aside and then my wife went Can, how, how long would you be going for and I was like um, like a week she was like what do you mean a week it's just a weekend tournament I was like yes but it's on the other side of the world so I'd need to fly and then have time to not be jet lagged to play in the tournament and then fly back again so you know minimum it's five days it, you know at, at an absolute minimum and she was like have you got enough holiday for that with all the childcare that we have to do in the summer? And I was like, right. She was like, maybe you could buy holiday. So she's, she's on board with me going, but she's not on board with all of the the shenanigans that might need to occur in order for me to get there. So, um, well, but, yeah, we're, we're, we're currently figuring out how to do it rather than if I can do it. So I'm taking that as a positive step. Yeah, that's fair. My group very nearly got extended by another week. Um, because uh, work have got to go live out in Memphis. And mm-hmm. I, my boss was like, you're not a million miles away, Chicago to Memphis. Maybe we could just transfer you internally. I was like, mm, maybe, maybe not. <laughs> just you want to bring your work laptop with you and leave it in the middle of that convention center that you're going to be in? Uh, yeah, I am actually having to take my work laptop with me, but I'll tell you some more about that offline, so... That sounds very exciting, and I don't want to know. Yeah. <laughs> um, so the other thing that, because um, this is going to be our last um, podcast before, the other thing that the podcast team is uh, preparing for is the Magna Incursion, um, which is being run by uh, Dan Athey uh, from Steel City X-Wing from over in Sheffield. Um, so Dan, member of the uh, Sith Taker, uh, 
England XTC team. Not he's not a Sith taker. Um, and uh, the only person to beat Fan at the uh, at the Sith taker open because he did him in round one and that got, got done by him in cut um, as he was on his way to the to, to winning the thing. So um, Dan and uh, Kester and the uh, Tom and the other guys from all the Toms. Um, but everybody basically from over that side of the Pennines um, is going uh, along with, uh, I think, gen- genuinely thinking about it now. Every time I think about who's going, I, th- I remember another Tom who's going. So I'm up to three now. So I'm going to stop thinking about it before I get upset at being the only person not called Tom in the room. Um, so uh, they started off with 32. They've gone up to 36. Um, it's going to be a little five round day. Um, for a couple of people, it's going to be a four-run day for most people. Um, I've been trying to plan what I'm going to take for it, and genuinely, because I've been in such a slump because I'm not going to Worlds with everybody, um, I've I've just started to get myself back up and out of it now. So I'm currently looking at all of the lists and being like, do I take something that I'm going to have fun with, or do I take something that is competitive? Sorry, where? It's, so it's running in the Magna um, Science Center in Rotherham. Um, it's a wargaming convention that's happening kind of around, well, the, the same weekend as Worlds. Um, I was going to say, if it's this weekend, then I might go as a warm-up, but eh, it's fine. No, well, no but... it's, it's the same weekend as Worlds. This weekend, there is a warm-up event at Element Games on the Sunday? Yeah. Question mark? Yeah, yeah. the Sunday. Because me and Liam are playing that before we head to the airport. So there you go. I assume Liam's still playing it. He hasn't actually said he isn't, but... Yeah, I think I am, yeah. Yeah, well, Matt, Matt Flockhart is, so I assume he'll be your lift. Yeah, that, that, that was what we agreed. So the person who's driving you to Manchester so you can get on the airplane to America is, is coming, so... Because yeah, I assume you're not going to be... Back. Are you flying from Manchester, Liam? Yes. So you're basically travelling up on the Sunday, staying in the hotel with Tim, and then off ski. Yeah. Basically, I don't trust myself to get anywhere by myself. So yes. I felt like latching onto Tim was my safe. But why are you seeing that meme that's going around at the moment? Don't Sorry. you live in Manchester? Um, no, he lives in Wolverhampton. That's why we make all the jokes about Wolverhampton. No, Tim, I meant. Why is Tim staying in a hotel on the... So uh, I have a pokey little flat with uh, a little rubbish two-seater sofa. And I was absolutely fine with Liam staying here. But then I was like, mm, I, I don't think I can really make the Man Mountain uh, fold up uh, on that. And then I was like, you know what? I've worked an awful lot of overtime and stuff over the last year. I can afford to bash out in a hotel. So sod it. And actually, yeah. the hotel wasn't actually that much more expensive than probably at the, you know than the taxi would be at that time, and it'll mean an extra half an hour on bed and you know blah blah blah. No, I'm yeah. a firm advocate of staying by the, like, your airport uh, the night before, um, mainly because if yeah. I don't do that, I do miss flights. Yeah, like uh, g- g- <laughs> genuinely, I'm I'm actually not that far from the airport. It'd only be about max thirty minute drive. It's like twenty thirty minutes. But all the faff of, yeah, getting the taxi and this, that, and the other in the morning, I was like, you know what? I quite fancy just walking across the road into the terminal and yeah. have a cocktail with some breakfast. You often get free long t- long stay parking as well if you stay in, a, in an airport hotel. So you, it, it, 
often included. Um, I'll double check. Yeah, that. You, get, I, you, get it dis- yeah you get it discounted. I don't think you get it free. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm fairly sure I haven't. Um, yeah, I mean, to be honest, uh, so funnily enough, uh, there is a direct bus that goes from Element Games to the airport. There you go. Yeah, I I know this from previous times oh, where, but it, yeah, it, it basically like, don't be wrong. It will it it's not a particularly uh, quick service because we are at one end of the route and it goes through Stockport to the airport. But it's like we can play some X Wing and then when we're ready, we'll jump on a bus, sit on the bus, natter, and at some point we turn up at the airport, check in, go find some dinner, maybe buy some maybe buy some tin tinnies or whatever. <laughs> yeah, I think I think you'll have a. This entire trip is there's a meme going around at the moment from the new Nicolas Cage film with Pedro Pascal, where Nicolas Cage looks incredibly fed up, annoyed, frustrated, and then there's Pedro Pascal just smiling his face off. That is me and Tim, and uh, I will be the one that's smiling because I have zero responsibility apart from to do what Tim tells me. I mean, that's a dangerous game if you share in a hotel room with him. If he packs a jar of peanut butter, be worried. <laughs> so, I mean, they, they, there, there are a few adults going from the UK. So I know Don Flanagan is going to Adult Pond. Um, and uh, Tim, you're going to Adult uh, Liam. Have an adult at Ben last Flanagan's time you went. Adulting Pond so he can park his car wherever he wants at the airport. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> Them's the breaks, you know. If life gives you lemons, take free parking shaped lemonade, it's all yeah. good. Um, so yeah, um, are there any other Brits going? Is is Cromwell going? Is um, oh, yes, yeah, so yeah. Cormac and Dale are going. Um, Ollie Pocknell's going, obviously. Um, obvs. Um, would you like me to a... read the actual members list? Go on, then, if you've got a list of people Ooh. in the special club of people that are going. I know okay, Steve and Alex okay. Bolton are going. I was just thinking, I probably need to invite Darren uh, if you're not in the group. Like it's, I don't be wrong. Like not everybody's in the actual chat group because it is all over the place. Um, probably not because I, I've like I've not been on social media. Like I realised I only really used Facebook for X Wing stuff um, and Discord again for largely X Wing stuff. So as soon as I stopped playing, I've kind of just removed them from my phone. Right, so here we go. So, uh, Dale, we've already mentioned. Uh, Steve Bolton. Uh, Ian Franklin is in the group, although he's playing Armada. Uh, Liam Baker, you are coming to Worlds. Uh, Dom Flanagan. Cormac Hig- Higgins. Ollie Pocknell. Louis Leong. Niels Deterte. Demetrius Stravopoulos. Sorry. Uh, Mar- <laughs> Martin Chivers, you mean Demetrius Stavropoulos? Yeah, yeah, that's the one. Uh, Martin Chivers, uh, uh, the other Tim, uh, David Sutcliffe, uh, Pond. Uh, I guess that's Alex Bolton that just says Bolton. Uh, yeah. Edward Gold. I'm yeah. not sure he's added by Martin Chivers. Uh, Edward Morland, uh, Elliot Waits, Harrison Sharp, uh, Julian Hood. I'm not sure if he's playing X or he might be going for Blood Bowl. Uh, Paul Schaller. Uh, Denny. Uh, oh, I like him. Yeah, was it? It just, yeah, I'm sure. But um, I know David Sutcliffe's going. Liam. Sorry? Your audio's rubbish, Liam. Uh, anyway, uh, David Sutcliffe, there was Connor Holmes. 
Um, I'm trying to think what other Tontons are going. Oh, Chris um, Caves. Um, is junior. Going, yeah, that that's Junior. Um, so, yeah, there's a there's a massive crowd going. There's also a huge crowd going to play Legion. So a whole bunch of faces you'll recognise from X-wing days past. Um, so a lot of the the old Harlequins uh, squad and a bunch of other um, kind of people from around the northwest um, and around the country are going for uh, for Legion Worlds as well. So. Um, and let's not forget all our European friends as well. So, um, yeah. uh, and I say European friends, also our uh, Canadian friends, and you know people from across the globe. So, uh, yeah. obviously, you know we're expecting to see Cam Murray, uh, Brendan, Andrew, or actually all all the Olas probably are coming. Um, all of them. Crispy, crispy sister, stay away, Darren. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, Fun yeah it's it's gonna be it's gonna be great because there's gonna be so many people um meanwhile i'll be in sheffield looking at the um the multi-toms um just trying to figure out so i i asked them this is the, the funny thing i said to them how, how try hard is it going to be like is it going to be dead serious and dan, yeah and dan and was yeah, like well, well, well tom's going <laughs> tom, tom reed's going um so it's going to be tough um kester and dan are going to be there um we've also got um tom fields and tom candlin um the fars are going as well so it's uh and then tom veal who's a relatively new but very good player um who's turned up and then yeah a whole bunch of names from uh back in the day of people who've who are playing as well so uh yeah it's uh i'm going to be staring at the uh the spacious environs of the magna um science museum in rotherham um while you're all having a great time in chicago so Scant consolation, but at least I'm getting to play some X-wing that weekend, rather than just moping and being sad. So, yeah, okay. and uh, yeah, I'm jealous that I'm not going to get to meet all the people that are going because um, it is something that I love doing now. That um, I've been to some bigger events. I really enjoy going to bigger events now and chatting to people. It's good. I've got over my my introverted nature. Which... Oh, I, as I said, I am only going for the people. Like, hey, on. hey, it's about the game. <laughs> yeah, like, I, we I, do. Yeah, it's no. a good game. We love it. We love this game. That's why we're still playing it. No, absolutely. And this is it. Like, I, I was really pleased last year to get back to Hanover. Um, I know we went to like you know, UK system. Uh, well, I say UK nationals, wasn't it? At, um, Games Expo, but Hanover was fantastic to get across there and actually see. Um, to more of our sort of European friends as such, and sort of catching up with them. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, Nicholas God's coming to Worlds as well. Um, but yeah, I mean, I mean, this is it. Like, it's it's going to be a uh, a real real good party. Um, looking forward to like side events as well, because you know we can just sort of chill out, play some Aces High or Pods or Droid Soccer or whatever people want to do. Um, I mean, I'll certainly be trying to walk around the hall, get some photos, maybe some videos with people um sort of you know we can have a little, little chat see how people are getting on um and then yeah just just chilling out in the evenings you know and that's it you know find a restaurant find a bar wherever um so like um yeah should be good fun you know what i miss calm yeah that's such a calming voice it's funny enough actually calm turned up at the sift take her open i think didn't he he did yeah, yeah he dropped in he dropped in to make sure that we weren't ruining his legacy um, he's born now, hasn't he? He's got a. Has he got one or two? Yes, at least. Okay. He's got a number of children. I think it's one. 
Um, and he's playing Hobbit at the minute. Is his primary is game? Yeah, one. yeah, he is. Fun- fundamentally, he is a Hobbit. I mean, so. strategy battle game. Great company. Great game. Yeah, you can t- you can tell that you're fully engaged as a corporate stooge. Don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah no it's yeah this is it it's good to see like yeah new and old friends as such so um i mean i will have some sift taker snapshot obi-wans uh for swaps uh i'll give uh some to liam as well so if uh people want to come and trade some of their old arts with us please come and uh see me um and then for my opponents and some maybe special select few i will have some of my dirges and uh second sisters as well haven't nice. they cracked down and said you can only use official cards and tokens and all that jazz? Only on well, so that's always been a rule. Like officially, you always had to have the official cards. So yep. what a lot of us would do is, um, and I've still got it. I have my Altar Obi One on top of the official card in its sleeve, so yep. that I've got my Altar. However, if anybody wants to see the official card for the official text, I have that under the sleeve. Uh, however, what they have said for the stream is that you have to use official uh, templates, tokens, etc. No third third party. Uh, That's interesting stuff. because DM doesn't have official tokens. Well, he he will will do now. He's, they're, they're using the cardboard. They're going to be using cardboard on stream. So the official they they've <laughs> they've sourced. So one thing I'd want them to do is sanitize them between games. I'm using my own if I'm on stream. Well, so uh, being on stream is optional. So if you don't wish to abide by their rules, then you like say, "Well, I can't play on stream." Oh, I wonder if Ace is back. Yeah, I was wondering if you were going to just end up commentating, but then I remembered what happened the last time. I and... am not allowed to commentate on. That ship has long. This is it. The only re- the only reason you're on here is because we're not live. Yeah, no, okay. <laughs> Didn't get it out as much as uh, it. That's that's it. I'm, I'm only on page two of notes. If I get, if I get asked to commentate, I might just channel my inner Darren Granger, then hit you with the exact same joke. What you you said. And to be honest, never mind. It's Stumbo there, like saying shots fired and making jokes about that. Basically, uh, you know, uh, they teed you up thinking this will be funny, and uh, you basically caught the ball, turned around, and just smashed it into the backstop. I mean, they knew what they were getting. It's, it's not, it's like, not I'm, like I'm, I'm you, not you don't change, do you? you? You haven't changed. No. Rich learned this when I used to work with him, I was still the same. You moderated yourself ever so slightly. That's because I kind of respected Berenice for, for the fifty for the fifty something year old German boss that we had, who who looked at you like a slightly disappointed auntie at all times. And I was like, "You've no idea how much he's moderating himself for you." I said to her at one point, "You've no idea how much he's moderating himself," and she was like, "He's moderating himself." I was like, "Yes." <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. Anyway, yeah, it's all good fun. I mean, I, I don't think I'm not aware, but I don't think they're going to have quite the streaming setup they did in 2019, where they had like four tables going simultaneously. Um, so we'll see. We'll see what's up. See up, uh, Dion's got. I, but I doubt he'll be able to get um, 
I doubt he'll be able to get um, eight commentators to come along and not play this year round. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, th- I think the format in 2019 did help that, didn't it? Because you could have half your well, your half your commentators play day one, and the other half play day two, and then when you're not playing, you're commentating. And then the ones yeah. that didn't make cut, then Marty were commentating. But um, I mean, like yeah, yeah. this doesn't lend itself to having kind of people drop in and out like that. Um, so I mean, he'd, he'd be able to get the commentators for obviously the later rounds, but that that's when like most people are free because it sounds like the cuts are a lot smaller now. And yeah, it's just the it's just the world's the world's format is it's cutting to top eight, so you need to do eight wins out of your ten games on the two days to to make top eight or to be confirmed in, into top eight. So if I lose two, I can drop. Is that what we're saying? If you lose three, you can definitely drop because you're not allowed into day two if you lose your first three of your games on day one. Awesome. Challenge accepted. <laughs> oh, and five. Oh, and five. And can I commentate? No. Okay, I guess I'll just drink then. Yeah. Um, yeah. And stand um, next to the commentators shouting so that they can be heard. <laughs> and behind them with, like, Love Actually style door signs. <laughs> anyway, um, are we going to do any Liam questions? I don't know if, even know if Liam's got a question for today. Oh, what's the Liam? I have no question. Okay. Uh, Liam, Liam, asks, forgot, us, Liam asks us X-Wing-related questions, uh, and we answer kind of off the hip. Um, but they're all okay. tactical okay. and strategic. So, What is the statistical likelihood of Dirge not being able to trigger his ability? Uh, low. Yeah. Me and Darren had a game where neither Dirge regenerated. <laughs> nice. In the same round, nice. mutually annihilated each other. It was great. So, um, I did have, by the way, um, Nick Harris reached out to me and said that um, the that we were we were talking last week about the rules thing about the rolling and re-rolling dice, multiple dice from uh, like one at a time, um, and some people did say or did explain to me what the the situation is is that. If you've got a target lock and a calculate and you roll blank, blank focus, then rather than having to decide whether you re-roll all of them or keep the eyeball, if you can re-roll them one at a time, then that stops you from having to make the decision. So you have to make the decision. And then there's something else to do with Boba if he's got a re-roll and a different source of a re-roll and a target lock, then he could potentially be re-rolling dice one at a time to see if he wants to spend like his single mods or whatever but and that, basically but that's fine if he's got his re-roll and say marauder yes then then he does his re-roll and he can roll any of those dice and then he can use his marauder re-roll providing he's not re-rolling a re-roll as a se- yes. as a separate re-roll but what you yeah, can't it, do is spend a target lock and go i'm gonna roll that dice then that dice or do i do want to do that dice it's it's any or I mean, technically, I think you'll find it's that die, not that dice. Well, well, but, but yeah. yeah. And, and anyway, it basically it's the, the 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 primary thing is to prevent people from single yeah. single rolling individual dice with a target lock well, that's to just... see if they want to spend their uh, calculate or if they want to re-roll the the eyeball as well because you know they don't need to or whatever i mean like, um, i i absolutely get that and it's just weird that they've had to make that ruling because i've never seen anybody do that 
Oh, was there, is there like an uh, an FAQ or something that where that's it? Yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll send you the link. Like we're not, we, we, we won't hash it all out because we, we we obviously did spend quite a bit going through it last week. Um, yeah, no, I I, uh, I was chatting to Nick um, from Farcast about it, and he had a couple of rules interactions queries that they raised with Chris Mitchell at the event that uh, uh, he was at a couple of weeks ago, and they have all made their way into that unofficial document for Worlds. So. Um, Basically, Nick is the source of the rules queries, but uh, the only one that's still a bit of a mess is Scourge. Um, it's just a bit messy, but uh, no Scourge. No, no. no oh. so basically, yeah, it's a real. <laughs> let's not let's not go through it. Let's not go through it. Yeah, I was say, it's it's, it's, a, a it's a real edge case scenario, which um, there are players in this world. Um, you know, some of them may or not, may not be a Tom um, that will ask you the most obscure edge case ruling. That may never come up just so that they can have an answer, or you know. And I'm just like, like bloody so, reads, they ruin everything. Uh, I wasn't a read, bad oh. guess. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah. So like the scourge situation was very interesting, but the likelihood of it happening is very remote. Anyway, yeah. Anyway, okay, I think we're done then for tonight. If we're not doing any more, we've kind of been circling for the last 20 something minutes anyway. So I do, I do um, have a couple of shout outs. I was just about to do shout outs. Don't worry. I'm not going to I'm not going to say goodbye and, and disconnect. Um, Tim, have you got any shout outs? Yes. So first one is going to be aimed at Hexard Gaming. Um, so for those who are patrons of Scott and Hexard Gaming streaming, uh, he is posted on Patreon to say that he is going to have a uh, an X-wing hiatus, uh, and essentially, um, there's there's definitely been a bit of a downturn in um, participation on the stream uh, following the end of the Kyber Team Champs, and obviously the run into Worlds because everybody else is scared about sharing their list, um, and I think Scott is also getting a bit of sort of dis uh, disenfranchised with the sort of the game as such. Um, and you know what he's basically said is that he's going to have a bit of a break uh, with worlds um, obviously happening, and just see what happens with the state of the game. And that did get me thinking, like what actually has been announced for X Wing post worlds, um, and that was actually quite worrying. Uh, but I just well, want to say a massive shout out to Scott, um, yeah, for for everything that he's done streaming wise. Um, you know, it is what you know. It's something that I've like sort of turned on when I've got home and had on in the evenings, uh, and I do very much appreciate what he's done. Uh, he is still going to be streaming, um, but he's going to be sort of pivoting more onto um, more well computer games essentially. So he's been playing a lot of Com- Company of Heroes three, uh, Mobius Front, and a few other uh, games he's looking forward to. So uh, please, if you if you do uh, like what he's doing, do continue to follow his channel. Yeah, so um, just to reiterate that, like we had Scott on a little while ago when he was talking about kind of what he was doing with Kyber. Um, and he did keep a lot of us sane during uh, COVID. Um, he kind of was one of the biggest um, regular streamers of X-Wing content. And, you know, we had really big events uh, going on uh, and he's been facilitating those for the last three years. He, he lost his job basically as a result of covid because he worked in tv media production so he decided that he was going to try and make a go of of twitch streaming specifically of x-wing and so he was doing like i think it was five hours of streaming uh, five to six hours of streaming five to six days a week um and as with anything 
it kind of on his Patreon post, he says, you know, as with anything, if you're doing something that you love and you turn it into a job, you eventually lose the love for it. And, and that's what's happened. So um, hopefully if he, if he takes a bit of a break, um, he says he will still um, occasionally stream X-Wing, but it's not going to be as regular as it was. And I think you've hit the nail on the head, Tim. The, um, the, the participation and the quality of the stream uh, content has kind of dropped off um, because there's no energy or enthusiasm either from Scott or from the community for it at the moment. But um, possibly down to the fact that there's more real-life gaming happening now, so fewer people are mainlining TTS games um, week in and week out. But um, on on the post-Worlds thing, the only thing that we have had announced is the um, AMG, or Asmodee, sorry, have gone out to stores um, and asked them to make offers, uh, orders, not offers, orders for store kits. So we know that there's going to be those 32-player store kits with the lead into Next Worlds. That's all we know about. Um, in terms of op and then in terms of product the only thing that they've leaked so far is the attack on star killer base so the resistance first order version of battle of yavin or siege of coruscant the the third of those box sets and those are the only things that really we've had spoiled so far so we're waiting to see what happens as a result of worlds but yeah. i mean yeah. I, I suppose that is uh, yeah, so it is a fair point actually. They, they, obviously, we have got the store champ kits, but I mean, I think I've spoken about it before. From from my sort of com- competitive gaming point of view, I'm always looking towards my next big event. And actually, yeah. part of me was thinking, well, what is my next big event after <laughs> Worlds 2024? <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, who who knows? Uh, but that does lead me on to my second shout out. Uh, which is going to be the uh, WTC, which is the uh, World Team Championship. Uh, tickets have gone on sale on Monday uh, this week. Uh, so we had PFO on a few weeks back to talk about the team event that's going to be happening in Belgium in August. Uh, Five-player teams. It's not linked to country, so you can sign up. Um, there is some interesting comments made about the uh, the costings of the event. Um, so we'll wait and see if what may pan out from that. Um, but if you're interested, I will put the link to their website on the page. Costings of the event? It's just a little bit on the dear side. So it's not it's not massively expensive. Like, uh, essentially, it's 60 euros per player, um, mm-hmm. which, you know, you would say is probably twice what you'd expect to play pay for a sort of premier level event. Um, and yet there's no price support announced and based on what we've had previously for the xtc that's been quite minimal um so i know there's a lot of players who are thinking uh as well as you know there's the travel cost of belgium accommodation this that and the other um it's like you know what what are we what you know what are we going for um so i think it was it was a bit weird to release the tickets as well like with no announcement of the tickets going up when a lot of your target audience is actually all about to go to chicago and may want to save their pennies for, um, you know, bars and, you know, enjoying themselves, shall we say, in Chicago. Yeah, no, that's fair. So, um, yeah, we'll see We'll see what pans out. But then I did notice that the 40k uh, tickets are like €150 Euros per player. So, actually, ours are quite cheap. Yeah. I've just seen a thing that it's there's something to do with food being included or not included, and that's basically... Probably going to be a bit yeah, cheaper. I mean, so, so I have done events uh, with 40k uh, in Europe quite a bit, and I know the Belgians do run a good show. And I did suggest that maybe that does come with food, but as with all good um, event advertising, 
tell people what they get for their money. Like, you know, this is it. Like, if you want to, you know, sell your tickets, uh, actually say this is what you get for your ticket. Um, and that makes people, you know, perhaps a bit easier. But, um, yeah, like, yeah. yeah, if food's included and, you know, I'd say the Belgians have always looked after us in the past whenever, you know, we've been across the sort of their neck of the woods. So, um, so yeah. I'm just looking at in the XTC captain chat for the online XTC, um, the organisers of the event have uh, responded so they've basically said prices were revealed, um, but feel free to ask questions. And they've said the 60 euros was initially including food. Our accountant told us to split it from ticket sales. So it's an oversight. X-Wing should have been announced as 60 with and 45 without. Um, but we're going to run the numbers tonight and let him present the full details. So we'll get a confirmation tomorrow as to what those things uh it, what that price includes and so that means that by the time this podcast comes out that should have been clarified so yeah um but anyway it's coming up and tickets are up for sale so if you want to go to the world team championships you can do it's not limited to nations like the xdc is you can form a team of five people um interesting it's going to end up being interesting thing i did actually look at the website and you have to select a country when you actually buy your team ticket uh, yeah. and, I, and I guess that's a hangover from perhaps the 40k side of it. Um, yeah. But yeah, that was an interesting one. But uh, I, I think one thing I will say as well is that um, you know, I, and I was, I wasn't too fussed by the price. It was is you know other people's comments when I, I shared the information. Uh, but we have to remember that you know globally prices are going up. Um, you know, you know the cost of energy, the cost of um ingredients resources all this sort of stuff so um you know the prices we've been used to paying are going to go up um so i think we just have to accept that you know we will have to pay more for some of the stuff um, yeah (laughs) any other shout outs tim then after that one no i think that'll be me okay liam have you any shout outs mate uh gordon brum and i want to say everyone that tim reeled off who are going to Worlds. It'll be good to see them, and I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. Okay. Darren, do you want to say hello to all of your American friends? Nah, I don't even want to listen to this anyway. Um, yeah, I just miss chatting to you all, to be honest, and just chatting utter garbage about little spaceships. Um, whether my love will be rekindled from Worlds or not, um, I don't know. Um, but I'm, as I say, going to go and have fun. Uh, I'll shout out to the Burnets, actually, because they're not going to be in Worlds this year. Um, and they were always a good laugh on tour. Yeah, we we had all but all but one, all but two, sorry, um, in Stockport the other weekend. Um, so Yeah, Ryan. Um, Ryan uh, actually goes by the nickname Big Boy now. Uh, but no, the only one that wasn't there was Liam. So I replaced Liam Burnett at the STO and became the best Burnett. There's like a dozen of them, though, so... So the dad wasn't there, and Liam wasn't there, so Ryan was there. Oh, okay. Um, I think. To be honest... Yeah, Steve and Liam that weren't there. Yeah. Um, we had uh, Chris and Nicky um, as well. So Yeah, shout out to the Burnets, because I miss them. Oh, there you go. Uh, I'm not going to shout anybody out, because I'm jealous I'm not going to Chicago, so you can all just get wrecked. 
oh no i am actually gonna um we might have we might we might have secured our uh our booby prize for the next Sith taker open um because a friend of the podcast has won one of the awful gold squadron jackets from sector series and is threatening to donate it to me so if if that does end up in my hands whoever goes zero and five at the next Sith taker open can can have one of those awful jackets so there we go Who's that, are they uh they're pretty hideous send me a picture <laughs> <laughs> see if i can find one <laughs> all right so in that case then i'm gonna say thanks for joining us again darren and goodbye bye for now uh goodbye from tim goodbye and goodbye from liam and Hello. Uh, and goodbye from me and i guess tim can go and start the uh job of editing this down to probably 10 minutes of useful content <laughs> Who said that? All quality content. Who said that? So basically, it's going to be a conversation between me and Tim while Liam says something unintelligible into his microphone and Darren swears and talks about hey, hey. Let's take that out. It's fine. That'll be the number one listen to podcast on Spotify. (laughs) There is something really badly wrong with your voice, uh, with your audio today, though, Liam. Oh dear. I have no idea what to do. Just do a little dance. Make a little love. I'm going to clip that. That's just Liam. I don't know what to do.